Hey, know-it-alls. Welcome back to another episode of the Answers for Everything podcast. Once again, we thank you for spending some of your free time with us. Don't forget to like and share on our socials. And if you have any questions that you want us to answer, just reach out on Instagram at AFE underscore podcast. That's A is an Apple, F as in Frank, E is an Edward, then the underscore symbol, then the word podcast. So pour yourself a stiff drink and enjoy the show. No, I can't shit talk this town anymore. Yeah. So then, because uh, you were you were trying to buy a house, but you you didn't find anything yeah. in between, right? Yeah. You, yeah. Well, home. at like a at a decent price range. Yeah. For you know that's gonna fit me and my kids. Yeah. 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 The market was weird this year. And you and, find... like there wasn't a lot of selection and okay. everything that kind of went up for sale, the good stuff went right away and the rest is still on the market. Shitty. Yeah. 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 This just wasn't the year to buy a house. Yeah. I don't know what the market's like in town here, but I know that there's so much new construction of new houses being built and the population, oh, yeah. Yeah. the population isn't growing. So I just think it's people upgrading their houses. That's all it is. Yeah, it's people building their new house, or, moving into or it, maybe there's on the market. Maybe there's a lot of people that are like currently living together. Yeah, that you know somebody's building or whatever. I have I don't know how yeah. that works. Yeah, I don't. I guess yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen a lot of new construction in PA. Weird. Yeah, we got a lot I mean, here. It's it's all the time. Yeah. It's always happening. And wow, booming city like. Really though, who wants to start out and and build in PA? Come on. <laughs> well, I mean, you did talk about how there's lots of Jesuses everywhere, so it'd be it'd be nice to have like Walmart Jesus and Co-op Jesus, and I mean, people people would flock to those towns to have someone they could follow. Maybe they'll get right. a following. I don't know if you'd want to follow those yeah. people. <laughs> yeah. There's got to be a method to their madness. They take you. <laughs> but, like do you think people want to follow jesus when he's like hey hey i can i can walk on water bro i can turn that water into wine and you're like i don't know if i want to follow this guy he's saying a lot of really weird shit he's telling us that his <laughs> yeah, dad like is in reality God. like come on man really so maybe they would follow yeah. co-op jesus or 7-eleven jesus maybe mm, we don't have many of those here no there's there's quite a a, a large homeless population and PA, I think I read somewhere it was like around two hundred people. That's a lot, right? I don't, I don't know statistics. I don't. I know mean, I, yeah, yeah. I haven't for, heard numbers from any other cities, but for a place that gets really, really cold in the winter, that's probably a really high number of homeless people. Too many, yeah. Right, and just not great shelters and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. The other day, my friend was going home to her house. And she pulled up onto the beside the curb, like where she parks in front of her house. And just as she's pulling up, some girl tries to open the door. And, and she's like, what the yeah. fuck? So she sits in the car and she doesn't put it in a park because the door's unlocked as soon as you put it in a park. So she starts oh, yeah. to she starts to drive forward and this girl starts to walk in front of the car. So then she oh. stops and she puts it in reverse. And then the girl just like stands there and then she drives around the block and the girl's gone when she comes back. But yeah, she would have squished her between the car in front of her and her bumper if she kept going forward. 
And she's like, it must yeah. be a homeless person because the girl was like all whacked out. Or was it a ghost? Mm. Well, then you mm-hmm. wouldn't, wouldn't have squished anything. She should have just given given her. Yeah. Uh, she would have well, fucked. Maybe her car it up. was. I guess she probably doesn't want to fuck her car up. <laughs> Why would she want to squish that person anyway? Well, if they were a ghost, you just want to test the waters, don't you? Yeah. Did, yeah. Did, try to drive through them. <laughs> I talk about how I'd like to see some of that shit happen in real life just to validate that those things exist. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just to have proof that, yeah, okay. Okay. Spirits so, do exist. So, should I try and squish everybody between the bumper of my car and the car in front of me just to see if they're ghosts? That might cause more problems than, than the answer I'm mm, looking for. Probably because I'm sure about 90% of them wouldn't be ghosts. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on the ninety nine point nine percent. I like how you gave a ten percent leeway. Yeah, well, you know, of the people I see are ghosts. Absolutely, I'm I'm that. still a believer. I'm yeah, still a believer. That's a pretty hardcore believer. Yeah, like honestly, I haven't really experienced anything super creepy, like things moving or just kind of weird feelings. Um, I do recall I was dating this guy uh, a while ago. And um, he lived in this in this house and there was a haunted room and they had no they had no furniture in this room except two wicker chairs. And I, I, I don't know if the wicker chairs came with the house because I don't remember him having them after he moved from there. So they may have. I'm not too sure. But honestly, when you walked into the room. Like it was the weirdest feeling. Like everything was so still and quiet. I don't know how else to describe it. It was like the air wasn't even moving and it felt really weird. And then uh, we went in and sat in the chairs and just about shit our pants because we were too freaked out. So then we ended up leaving the room. But like kind of weird things would happen in that house. You'd hear weird things or kind of see like a shadow out of the corner of your eye or something. So I'm I'm thinking about these wicker chairs. Uh imagine mm-hmm. yourself as a new homeowner. You you bought a, yeah. a house from someone else and Oh, well this the, was a rental. In in one of the rooms there's two wicker chairs that were already there <laughs> and there's weird shit happening in that room. A, do you not get rid of the wicker chairs thinking maybe that might be mm-hmm. part of it. And, yeah, and, maybe. And B, if if you move, like you said he had moved and he didn't have the wicker chairs, do you think he knew that they were haunted so he just left them behind? Yeah, I think- wish I knew more about the wicker chairs. But it was like it was a rental and it it possibly could have been the whole place was just rented furnished. Yeah, it could be. I can't I can't remember that. I mean, I'm saying this was a while ago, but yeah, you walk in that room and there was a it felt like you were walking through a portal into a different dimension. Like you couldn't hear any. There were no doors. It was just kind of it had two doorways on either side of the room. But you couldn't hear anything from out in the rest of the house. Like it was Mm -hmm. just quiet. I think I would like to visit. Does this place still exist? Oh, I don't know. It was in a Soyuz. Oh, well, I would like to visit a haunted, not not like a tourist trap haunted place, mm-hmm. but like, like an actual haunted place. The tourist trap ones are, I mean, obviously they're set up to freak you out. 
you know, like a real live haunted house. Yeah. But you know, one that you don't, you don't know is haunted, but the person who lives there is just like, yeah, weird shit happens from time to time. I just, you know, chalk it up as, yeah, there's a ghost around. Yeah. Would you like to experience that? Would you like to have that in your house? No, about my house. I have a pretty good imagination. Like, I don't, I don't like watching certain horror movies, like ones that, you know, people are being haunted and stuff like that. Because yeah. <laughs> it just freaks me out because you cannot see it. Yeah. That's what freaks me out is you can't fucking see it. It could be right beside you and you yeah. don't know. <laughs> I, I love watching those reenactment shows. So I used to watch something called the the haunting or the haunted ghost story. I don't know. It was something on like the A&E network where they would take somebody's mm. ghost story from their past and they would reenact the whole thing oh, and you watch yeah, it yeah. happen. So there would be like interviews with the actual person who dealt with it. And then it would flash to a, a scene with two actors like living that person's life. And uh, I only watched it if they were like real life stories. Not not just a TV show made up, right? Just real life right, people. Yeah. So I would always Google those people's names just to see if there's like stories and stuff about them. And there was always something in a local paper about like, oh, so-and-so says that their car is haunted and it drove through the garage of their house with nobody in it and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, they mm-hmm. played that in the TV show. So these people yeah. actually like go to the authorities and like go to the newspaper to to tell their, their side. And then they make a, a ghost story TV show about it. Fuck, I don't remember what it was called, but I used to watch it by myself at like two o'clock in the morning all the time. I'd just oh. be laying, laying downstairs so brave. Uh, watching it. But there were times <laughs> that I, I would go out to the hot tub after watching it and I would be fucking terrified to get out of the hot tub back into the mm. house because I would hear something in the yard. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I wonder if this is like that that werewolf story. Okay, now this is kind of freaking me out. So I, I try and do yeah, that. No, it's it's going to get me now. Now. Yeah. It's going to get me. <laughs> and one time i was thinking about it so it was one of those nights where you, you know in the winter time where it gets like really foggy and then the next day the the hoar frost is frozen on everything mm-hmm. it was one of those mm-hmm. nights so i'm just yeah. sitting in the hot tub and i don't have the jets on it's really really quiet and it's super foggy i can't see i don't know 15 feet in front of me and all of a sudden this thing jumps and lands right beside my head. So I'm in the hot tub laying against one of the pillows and this thing jumps right beside me and I fucking freak out and I look over my neighbor's cat somehow jumped from like either their fence right over into my yard or they were on my fence and I wasn't paying attention, but it was just so deathly quiet. And then this loud pounce right beside my head, I, I fucking almost shit into the hot tub. It was so goddamn scary. But then I felt like such an asshole. It's like, oh, you fucking cat. You almost made me shit into my hot tub. <laughs> but I didn't. Cats are always good for a jump scare. Or 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 did I? Did I shit in the did hot tub? Did you actually? I don't know. Nobody will ever know. Except for me. Mm-mm. Except for you. Except for me. Did you have to clean it out after? I don't want to talk about it. Oh, I was trying to trick you. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's the probably the last time I actually felt like scared for real. It was only like a second. Yeah. Yeah, just a second. I mean, yeah. you're brave. Well, I you watch those scary movies at 2 a.m. by yourself. Yeah. I mean, there's sometimes I got to get off the couch and turn the lights on while I watch it. I was like, nope, nope. Yeah. Nope, 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 nope. No lights off. 
<laughs> or I would leave the light in the hallway, like the stairwell going upstairs on and the downstairs light in the living room off. So I'm sitting there and watching these stories and, and this, they're talking like, oh, and I used to stand by the fridge in the middle of the night to get myself a snack and I would hear a creaking on the stairwell and I look to my left. So then I look over to my left at the stairwell. It's like, I wonder if I'm going to see a shadow on the wall from the light above and I was like, oh, nope, turn the light on. Turn the fucking light on. Stop like letting your brain do this to you. <laughs> but, but real life would be nice and scary, I think. You you don't think so? I think it would it would have like it yeah, it would be mixed emotions. Like, holy shit, yeah. I am actually seeing something. I am seeing something. Yeah. yeah. And it would be nice if somebody. But also, else is it going to try to kill me or possess yeah. me, or is this a horror movie? <clears throat> I would like someone else to be yeah. there, so it's not just me telling a crazy story about one time I saw something, or one time right? I one yeah. time I heard something. I'd be like, "Oh, my friends yeah. and I saw this," and nobody else was there. Yeah. Of course, you you don't think your your property you live on it could be like that, like a bunch of old buildings. There's like woods around there, like a river. You don't, you nah. don't think, really, an old, like, Aboriginal burial ground somewhere that, because there's, there's a lot of reservations. I don't think so. But how awesome Well, not that kind. Were. Like, no? out, out where I am, it's, it's a forest reserve. Okay. So it's just trees. Yeah. Yeah, there's, I think there's one reserve out here, and that, that started kind of mid-90s, late-90s. They moved in down where they are but yeah it's just trees did the government move them down where they are or did they move them down i have no idea like i used to live in the house that the reserve's main house is yeah Hmm. i have no i have no clue how that works if like i'm sure they purchased the land and everything and and set up their reserve there i don't know i don't know how it works I find it odd that they would have to purchase their land. You would assume. Well, that you know gover- what I mean. Yeah, you'd assume the you government would be mean, like, uh, right? "We're gonna, we're gonna let you use that land," and like, yeah, yeah. you're gonna let us use it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's yours. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thank you. Like for I me. said, I don't know how it works. Yeah, it's like me, you know, <laughs> letting me use my car. Well, I mean, it is mine. I should thank myself for letting myself use it. Yeah, you know, lately I have been getting into kind of watching scary movies and stuff. Um, I'm I'm really into Halloween. Like like clothing and decorations and costumes or decorations and kind of just the spooky, cozy feel of it, the fall colors, sweater weather, you know, the whole the whole feel of it. Because like right after Halloween, even before actually, it's winter. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, we we talked about this, and Charlie Charlie Ray and I talked about this. It's really weird that I'm editing these shows, and you and I had the same conversations that Charlie Ray had about fall. And I was like, "Motherfucker!" I literally mm. talked about this, and I I didn't remember talking about it. And I'm listening to the editing. I'm like, "Holy fuck!" We, we all feel the same way. We all yeah. feel like the the very shortness. We need to of- start a commune somewhere where there's like summer and fall, and that's yeah. it. Um, what I did is I was, I was at Walmart looking through the Halloween stuff. I I wasn't going to buy anything like my, my kids have their costumes and stuff, but I saw a bunch of these fake flowers, like Mm. bright orange, bright yellow, like maple leaves, you know, like you can put them in a little vase in your house and they look like fall. It just looks like fall. 
So I grabbed like four of those and I put them in the, the flower pot by my front door. So by my front door looks mm. very fall, but not very Halloween-y, but we don't do Halloween in this house because usually I'm at work at like four o'clock. So sometimes mm. I'll hand out yeah. candy to a couple of kids, but then I just go to work. We have, we'll have jack-o'-lanterns, like the kids will do up some jack-o'-lanterns and leave those on the front doorstep, but all the lights are off. There's no cars in the driveway. It's nothing sinister. I'm not, you know, saying, fuck you kids, you can't have candy here. I'm saying I'm at work, so you can't have candy here. But at least the the front doorstep looks festive. And I'm thinking about buying a doormat. Like a either a scary one, like you can go to the, the Halloween store and get one mm. with the characters from Scream or get one with Freddy Krueger. Or maybe just or buy like one. one with like blood smeared handprints or something. Yeah. So I was thinking about getting yeah. one of those and then at wintertime getting like one with Santa so I can have like seasonal doormats in my house. I think that'd be kind of cute. Oh. Not not outside because yeah. it's just gonna snow, right? Over top of them. Yeah. But yeah, sneeze, mm-hmm. seasonal doormats for like the the foyer, as they call it, of my house. Oh, fancy. Yeah. But what would I do for spring? I mean, obviously Santa or snowman is winter um, and something scary. Or... Like an Easter bunny. Ooh, that'll work. That's spring. easter Yeah. How about summer? Like like palm trees? Like oh, you a could, lake? Yeah, like do a beach. Just do like a beach theme or something. Why not just import sand and fill my whole foyer with or... sand and a beach ball and an umbrella? Oh yeah. Yeah, make sand castles before you go to work. Yeah. But then I have to go find a woman who's willing to do all the mopping and the sweeping and vacuuming because I'm a guy, so we don't we don't do that. That's I mean, last time I checked. You that's don't, a, you don't a clean? No, it's a woman's job. Who cleans your house? Uh nobody. Your daughter. I have a daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Right, um, she's not a woman yet. That's right. Yes, I do have a daughter. No, I, I do it, but I do it very few and far between. I'm not big on sweeping and mopping and I don't know, cleaning the trim and the the blinds. I clean my kitchen a lot because I use it a lot. Mm-hmm. I never clean my kids' bathroom. I clean my bathroom, but not theirs. Maybe I should get a a cleaner, like yeah. a house cleaner. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, I do laundry and all the dishes and the the kitchen cleaning and Just all think the of how much time they would save, like taking out garbage, folding clothes or, you know, whatever, whatever, mopping, sweeping the floors, vacuuming, washing windows, all the, to... the stuff that's it takes a long time to do. Yeah, I've only got carpet in one room. I need to remove that from my life because yeah. sweeping and, and mopping is way mm-hmm cleaner i think than vacuuming oh yeah mm-hmm. I, I would like to somehow remove a carpet from that room but it, it's downstairs so i think people might get cold walking on like tile yeah but on the other hand i don't fucking care because i like run hot so i i don't mind cooling down by touching the tile floor mm-hmm. well you could put in a heated floor can you can do that? I thought they did that like when they were building. Mm-hmm. Oh, probably. You'd have to tear out your <laughs> concrete and lay the heat pipe and stuff. Uh, I think you and I sort of don't see eye to eye on how much work I actually want to do. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're thinking you don't want to be jackhammering in your basement. Yeah, you're thinking I'm putting on coveralls <laughs> and a hard hat and. I'm drinking a thermos full of coffee and eating turkey sandwiches and hanging with the boys with my metal lunchbox. Yeah, no, that's not going to happen. Nope. No, no, no. Okay. 
Well, hey, let's get into what we're talking about today. Back you... to the spooky. Oh, I was like, are you serious? We're... We have a topic? Fantastic. Bring yeah. it on. Yeah, man. I brought a topic. All right. <laughs> so with the, it's October now. Yes. In, in episode land. Yes. So it's, we're doing a Halloween horror month or Are what we? should we call it? Spooktacular. Oh, please Halloween don't, don't, spooktacular. don't call Fuck, it spooktacular. I don't, I'm not good at this. Everybody calls it spooktacular. You, you're the one, you're the one that comes up with the names for the yeah, I come. Stuff. I only come up with the names after hearing a phrase in the episode. So I don't come up with the name. I just take like eight words that were said in the episode, and that's the title. But spooktacular, everybody does that. I mean, how about something haunted? Right, that's cheesy. Haunted. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, here's some scary stuff. <laughs> so I have a few cursed objects here. We were talking about like the wicker chairs possibly yeah. being haunted. Yeah. So kind of along that line. Hopefully being haunted. Different objects that that yeah. Yeah. So the first up is the hands resistant painting. So it was a painting by um, you said mm-hmm. the handsome. Oh sorry. The hands resist him. Okay. The hands resist him. Got it. Yeah. Yes. Painted by Bill Stoneham Stoneham in 1972. So the painting is pretty fucking creepy just on its own. It depicts a young boy with a blurred face and there's a life-size doll standing beside him. They're kind of in um, like some kind of building. The doll's holding a battery and some wires, uh, and they're right. standing in front of they're standing in front of a glass door. And behind them, there's a whole bunch of like disembodied hands reaching out towards them. Okay, I, I just googled it. I'm looking at the thing that you're now describing. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Why would someone paint this? It's creepy, right? Yeah. So it's kind of like a dimly lit room, cracked walls. It's just eerie. This painting was first displayed at the, oh, Thane Garden Gallery? Thane Garden Gallery in Beverly Hills, California during the early 70s. The owner, okay, so... um. It was on display and an art critic came and reviewed it. And the gallery owner who first exhibited the artwork and the critic who reviewed it both died within a year. Okay. During the show. Sorry. Was it it a favorable review or Uh, a terrible review? Mm. No, I think it was a pretty good review. Mm, All right. So it's not um, helpful. Yeah. The painting was purchased by actor John Marley. He's notable for his role as Jack Waltz in The Godfather, the guy that wakes up with the horse head in his bed. Okay. I'm with you. And he passed away, I think it was within a couple of years of owning the painting. And sometime after John Marley's death, the painting was found at the site of an old brewery by an elderly California couple abandoned so this is kind of where it really starts to get spooky oh yeah because it's not spooky enough already 
not at all. So it this is it this painting is also called the haunted eBay painting, I believe. Okay. And so this California couple, they decided to put it up for auction on eBay. Yeah. In 2000, they reported that their daughter, who was around five years old at the time, was terrified of the painting. She claimed that the characters came to life and fought at night. Um, Sometimes you could hear voices and footsteps in the room where the painting was displayed. So they decided to set up a webcam and focus it on the painting. And there's some footage. I haven't actually seen it. Yeah. But this footage or pictures showed the figures in the painting moving. And at one point, it looked like the little girl or the doll in the painting was threatening the little boy with a gun. And he was trying to escape the painting. So instead of getting rid of the um, painting, they record it. They spend more time with it, analyzing it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah, so they posted posted the pictures of the painting appearing to be, like the the boy and the doll in the painting appearing to be in different positions and whatnot. And uh, there was about 30 bids for the painting, and it sold, eventually sold for $1,025. And the fellow who purchased it, he owns a gallery. His name is Kim Smith. Um, He has only shown it six times. But he says, like, he's never really experienced anything kind of creepy or spooky with it. So they're not too sure if the, like, webcam footage and photos were altered in any way just to kind of build this the story around the painting yeah. so this couple could make some money. They didn't make a lot. No, no. But I mean, they did find it. True. It was free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's currently at the Perception Gallery in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And like, I don't know when it's being shown again or anything like that. So do you do you think like if you are a believer in that realm and that haunted stuff, do you think maybe the the painting has a an owner that the painting accepts that the painting mm. appreciates? Right, right, right. It, yeah. It, it knows that it's with a person who's going to take care of the painting. It's not going to end up mm-hmm. in in a field behind a barn. Oh, that's interesting. I like that thinking. Right. Yeah. Or abandoned in a, you know, in a brewery. In a brewery. Like it's not going to be disposed of. The painting is going to be manicured, taken care of, shown occasionally, like not abused. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe. So um, when you go to Bill Stoneham, the the painter's website, he does have a little note about this painting because he's heard all the stories and everything. Yeah. So he writes, um, artists, especially visual artists, are barometers for the currents that run through this collective. Dreams are a common experience people may have with this. Anyway, my own experience is a sensitivity to place, physical, geographical place. 
There are memories, echoes of all life within a place. Maybe it's what's called channeling. When I painted Hands Resist Him in 1972, I used an old photo of myself at age five in a Chicago apartment. The hands are the other lives. The glass door, that thin veil between waking and dreaming. The girl doll is the imagined companion or guide through this, through this realm. He also writes, both the owner of the gallery where Hans was displayed and the Los Angeles Times art critic who reviewed my show were dead within a year of the show. I'm sure it was a coincidence, but some of what I paint resonates in other people, opening the inner door or basement. By the way, I still have no idea what happened to the actor who bought the painting at the show. And then he puts in a little editor note yeah. and states it was John Marley who died in 1984. And he has no idea how it ended up in an abandoned, abandoned in a building, though he could speculate. So he's kind of like playing into the mystery of yeah. this painting as well. Well, it's good for him as an artist. Oh, absolutely. He made um ooh, he made three or four other paintings in this series. Yeah. So there was um like one of the man grown up and the doll was kind of in pieces or something. And there's one of like when this painting was created whatever there's like two or three in this series now i kind of want to visit michigan grand rapids but i probably i I probably won't get shown the painting if the if the curator's only shown it six times my chances are very very slim that i am worthy Mm -hmm. of being shown that yeah i wonder if they announce when they're showing it i don't know or somebody who's extremely wealthy Mm, right yeah or people who yeah, are i really guess into the i mean occult. I... sorry what was that or people who are really into the occult oh they're, they're the ones that i want thought to you said it. people like something something join a cult no yeah yeah <laughs> that's usually my conversations tend to go to joining a cult i see why you would probably put piece that together but not mm. in this case this case is not bad yeah okay so the next thing This one I found really quite interesting. It's called the Busby Stoop Chair. So the legend of the Busby Stoop Chair takes place in a quaint little village in North Yorkshire, England in the 1700s. So the chair, it's a simple oak chair. It just has like a spindle back. Yep. Um. The chair belonged to a man named Thomas Busby. Thomas Busby was known for his criminal activity, including burglary and fake currency scams. He had some kind of fake coin operation going on. His partner in crime, Daniel Audi, was also his father-in-law. Busby was married to Daniel's daughter, Elizabeth. So at one point, Daniel and Thomas had a bit of a falling out over the spoils of a recent robbery, and it got more heated as the day went on. So um, there was an inn at this town. It's actually now called the Busby Stoop Inn, 
I, I'm not even sure if it's still open, actually. It might be. Um, it was Thomas's favorite inn. And like, there's a couple different versions of this story. And in one version, the chair was in Thomas's home. And in another version, it was Thomas's favorite chair at, at the inn. Okay. So, so whichever one, I'm, I'm not too sure what actually happened, but. So as the day went on, um, things got more heated between Thomas and Audie. So Thomas went to the inn and started drinking and became more intoxicated and got more upset. And Audie eventually threatened to take Elizabeth away from him. So that ticked him off. Obviously. They continued to argue. And later that evening, uh, Thomas found a hammer and paid Daniel a visit at his home. When he arrived, he attacked Daniel and bludgeoned him with the hammer. After the murder, it was said that Thomas hid the body in the woods. But again, there are different stories about how Thomas was caught. So some say he returned to the inn after and started bragging about the murder. Yeah, that makes sense. And yeah, that's one, that's one way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And some stories involve people finding the body and Busby was the prime suspect because they were arguing all night. Regardless of what the true story actually is. In 1702, he was arrested, found guilty and sentenced to execution by hanging. His last request was to have his final meal in his chair at his favorite pub at the inn. After he was finished his meal, he called out, Death shall come swiftly to anyone who sits in my chair. And as he was led away to the gallows to be hanged, he cursed the chair a final time. So this is kind of creepy. Because this actually, like, this is... Very much true. So he was hung on a gibbet right outside of the inn. Yeah. And a gibbet is just like one of those like wooden posts that yeah. stick out and you hang somebody from. They dipped his body in tar and left him on display as a lesson to others. Perfect. I don't know for how long, but crazy. I have never heard of that. Yeah. Somebody being dipped in tar after they've been hanged and just left out on display. Well, that's where Thomas's story ends, and the chairs begins. Ooh, nice segue. So the inn, the the name of the inn was changed after uh, Thomas Busby was hanged and okay. displayed in front of it. So it's called the Busby Inn, and the chair remained in the pub. So the first recorded incident took place after a man and his friend sat in the chair. During their visit to the pub, they left They left the inn in a drunken stupor, and one of them decided to sleep on the road that night. Oh, I don't okay. know. Well, first of all, they're probably told by everybody in the pub, hey, don't sit in that chair. It's cursed. Mm -hmm. You're like, fuck you. I'm going to get wasted in this chair and then go fall asleep in the streets. I'm fine. <laughs> His body was found in the morning, hung from a tree near where the gibbet was. Well, so he was the first victim. So the story kind of spread and people began to believe in this curse. 
Yeah. And in the mid 20th century, uh, this one, I, I saw this story quite often when I was doing research. So I, I believe this one for sure. Um, in the mid 20th century, a group of Royal Air Forcemen airmen stationed nearby visited the Busby Stoop Inn. Two of the men, reportedly unaware of the chair's history, mocked the curse and dared to sit in the chair. They died shortly after leaving the inn when their car ran off the road and crashed into a tree. Like, it's immediate. There's not really many lessons learned, right? You, you figure right? 200 years of this chair doing its thing. Someone might be like, hey, hey dude, just, just don't sit in the chair. Just, just don't sit in the chair. Yeah, it just keeps going. A builder's apprentice after the Second World War had lunch at the inn. And after dares from his co-workers, he sat in the chair, only to fall to his death from the building they were working on later that afternoon. What the hell? Mm-hmm. So the chair was eventually moved to the cellar of, of the inn. Oh, okay. But so people... we're, we're not going to get rid of it. We're still going to keep no, it. No, they just moved it. They oh, okay. just thought they would they would hide it for a bit and, you know. But people still found a way to sit in it and they would meet an untimely death. So eventually, I, I couldn't find exactly what year, but the inn's owner donated the chair to the local museum. And it is currently hanging in the corner of the Thirsk Museum in England. So nobody can even sit in it by accident because like they have it hanging up on yeah. the ceiling. This chair can be linked to approximately 60 deaths. <laughs> so th this Busby dude must have had some massive skills. Yeah, right? Like, I swear, there has to be more to his story. It would be interesting to kind of deep dive into him and and Daniel and all their criminal activity. And, who and knows the, what they were involved with. And, and the fact that they were treating Daniel's wife like a piece of pro or Daniel's daughter like a piece of property. He's like, well, you're. Well, yeah. Back in the back in the day, though, this is like 1700s. So they were property. So what you're saying is if I had a time machine, ideally I should go back to then and then grab them and bring them here so that they can do my laundry and my dishes and oh clean, cleaning up that beach I have in my foyer. Ideally. I thought you were, I for a split second, I thought you were going to say and show them, you know, how much we've grown since then. No, no, no. I, I wanted to, I wanted to Dang have somebody, it, Clay. I wanted to have somebody that would sweep my stairs and vacuum that one you room. You pay somebody to do that. You pay someone. That is their job and you know they the kind, do it. And you know the, it's very easy to to find. You know the kind of money that goes into building a <laughs> You don't time have to make April? a time machine. Okay. Like I'm you already... don't have to go through all of that to get your house cleaned. <laughs> well that that's just the first stop. I mean I want to take her away from being owned by those two people and have her only be owned by one person, right? <laughs> well, you're laughing, but I can't hear you. Give her your last name. Oh no, we don't want to do sign that. Sign a marriage certificate. Remember, ew, gross. No. Ew, ew. Yeah. Relationship. But th then I would use the time machine 
I think for two things, go back and invest everything in Apple when it first like mm-hmm. IPOs and, yeah. and then go back to when baby Jesus just was born right out of Mary as they're putting him into the, the manger. And I just appear out of nowhere, punch him in the face and disappear just so I could be in, in the Bible. <laughs> or say, I'm your dad. <laughs> Well, I I could be proven wrong by the loud voice in the air, or as you talked about earlier, the big hand that just reaches down, like the big God hand. But wouldn't it be great to be reading in the Bible, like, and baby Jesus was placed in the manger, but before doing so, a man appeared out of nowhere, punched him straight in the face, and then disappeared. Who oddly ended up looking like him. Yeah, it's a, aw, hey, Jesus. I do model everything around him. Mm. The robes I wear, <laughs> only hanging out with dudes. Mm. You know what it's like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Having people betray me yeah. ha- happens all the time. In your backyard. Yeah. Okay. I didn't mean to cut you off. We're, we're talking about uh, a chair hanging up and it's linked to 60 deaths. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's fucked up. But that dude did have yeah. some magical power. If he was able to just curse a chair as he's being dragged yeah. away. And the people that own the pub are just like, yeah, we'll just keep it. It's fine. Or maybe it was like his spirit entered the chair because he was hung right outside. Yeah. Like he was hung outside. And he couldn't go anywhere. He was tarred. He can't leave. Yeah, exactly. His spirit had to go somewhere. Hmm. Magic. Went into the chair. Spooky, anyway. Was the chair made out of wicker? No, <laughs> it was oak. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I was trying See, to now find. Now we can't tie it back. Okay. I know. Okay. Now we tie it back. Mm. I should have started with that one though. Get better. I'm. I'm not going to re-edit. I have one. another. Um. No, don't. No, I'm, don't. I'm not even going to attempt that would it. Be I mean, awkward. We could play. You it probably backwards. won't even edit anything. Ouch. <laughs> Do you know how many times we've coughed? Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I know it's me too. It's harvest. It's harvest right now. It's terrible. You know how many times my voice is awful all the time. Yeah. No, no, that's not true. Anyway. Let's put harvest aside. Let's put our, our farting and our burping and our coughing aside. Farting? Who's farting? That's what I have to keep editing out of your your audio stream constantly you didn't you don't hear that okay. you figure you would smell it by now i can't smell my own scent oh i mean you I, smell I your own scent oh yeah it's glorious i tell my kids it smells like candy they always get mad but then i say get closer yeah. then they get really mad cotton candy uh okay so we've got a, a third spooky <laughs> uh cursed object of some mm-hmm. sort yeah it's another piece of artwork hmm it's uh, the crying boy. I don't know if I heard about this one at all, but it kind of seems familiar. Yeah. So it was created by Italian artist Giovanni Bragol- Bragolin. Sounds Italian. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know if I pronounced the last name right, but. So he was known for producing a series of paintings featuring tearful or sad looking children. And they were quite popular during the mid-20th century. Uh, the crying boy 
depicted in the painting has kind of be, or oh crying child I guess I don't know if it's the same child or different children but it's kind of an iconic image even okay. though the artist himself did not intend for the paintings to be viewed in a negative light or yeah. you know spooky or associated with anything kind of creepy or whatever so the legend begins in the se- uh, 1970s uh the what i wrote this this is terrible <laughs> 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 no, no, no. Hey, Jeez. Clay, why did you write this? You're terrible. Yeah, I'm sorry, Clay. No, our writers, damn you. Okay. Uh, between the 1970s and 80s, this painting was mass produced and a shitload of prints were, were made. The Sun published an article in October of 1980 reporting a house fire where the only thing left complete untouched was a print of the crying boy all right the couple claimed the couple claimed the painting was cursed and caused the fire so what added fuel to the fire was a firefighter reported he had attended at least 15 house fires that contained this particular painting and it was left it was left unscathed in the fires, even if everything else was destroyed. So as a result, people began to associate the crying boy painting with a curse. So this this painting is a sad looking young boy, like like young, like six, maybe yeah. with tears streaming down his face. And some believe that the boy's tears carry the curse. And those who own the painting are doomed to experience tragedy. Hear me out. Hear me so out. Of course. Of, yeah, before, go ahead. Before you continue, hear me out. Hot take, hot take. A- everything else is burning but the painting, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like prints of the painting, just reproductions of the painting. Why, yeah. why, why are people not turning this into wallpaper? Their houses won't burn. <laughs> I, wow. I, I, I think the right? te- I think the tears are protecting the paper by being saturated. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Saturated with moisture. Like just have all your belongings just like wallpaper. Oh, oh yeah. Like this stuff. You put all your stuff in boxes and you <laughs> use sheets. it as, as wrapping paper. You you wrap your car in it, you wrap yourself in it. Oh my god. <laughs> I I think people are looking no at No more strap there. dropping and rolling. Yeah. And the the little boy is crying cuz nobody's using his great gift to protect all of their belongings. That's right. Uh I'm good you at this. You nailed it. I did. We don't need to hear the rest. I'm good. But yeah, just in it. just in case we do need to hear the rest, please tell me the rest. Um well of course there's no concrete evidence to support the idea this painting is cursed. Yeah. But lots of people have chosen to remove or destroy their copies of the crying boy painting out of fear. And others display it as a cool piece of art history. So I have a actual story of somebody who experienced this event. Her name okay. is Anne Carney. And this was from exemplar.com so she writes when i was a young child i became fascinated by a painting in my grandmother's house 
The painting was a cheap print of a well-known piece and was hung on the living room wall of her small terraced house. The reason I was so fascinated was that the picture depicted a child. The boy was a similar age to me and, for some reason, looked sad and downcast, tears brimming from his troubled eyes. I was so attached to the painting, I even gave the sad child a name. A few years after the painting went up on the wall, there was a devastating kitchen fire in the house. While the kitchen was destroyed, the rest of the house was undamaged. Despite this, the painting of the boy was removed and thrown away along with the contents of the kitchen. For years, it puzzled me why my grandmother did this until I read the series of articles about the cursed painting. So, wow. So... Once again, somebody who feels like this painting is cursed Mm -hmm. just throws it away thinking that the cursed person is going to be like, yeah, that's fine. Just just throw me away. Yeah. Like I haven't gotten into your walls yet. Yeah. I'm not in your whole house. This curse is everywhere. You just figure if you curse something, you're a vindictive asshole. So if somebody's going to throw you away and discard you, you're probably going to be very vindictive to those people. Yeah, you're going to get some revenge. It, just, it seems weird to me that they would just dispose yeah. of it instead of somehow, I don't know, call someone who can read the air, yeah. read read the object, someone who could let the object possibly express those itself. Ghost hunters. Something, right? Something, mm-hmm. at least try and help. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like it's a child for God's sake. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of those ghost shows that I watched had a lot of children involved. Yeah. It's so creepy. Well, they they see shit and hear shit, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, my son used to freak me out. Oh, this just came to my mind. He would have been like maybe three, two or three. Yeah. And he would come running up to me and we had a, like a long hallway. He come running up to me and he go, mom, the guy's coming, the guy's coming down the hall. And I'd be like, what? <laughs> and I'd go and look. I'm like, okay, there's nothing there. Yeah. And he did that to me a few times. And then I remember it was around Christmas time and um, I was like trimming the tree and he came running and jumped in my lap and was like scared. And he says, um, he's like, mom, the guy's coming down the hall. He says he's going to get you. What and I was fuck? like, holy shit. Okay, we're going next door. Yeah, no so shit. Just left. I was like, I, I just don't want to see, you know, I just don't want to see. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I, I always was waiting for my kids to do something kind of freaky like that. Like I'm putting them to bed and they're they're waving behind me and like who are you waving to? I'm waving to my other grandma. I was like, well, what what other grandma? They're like, not your mom or not mom's mom, but my other grandma for before when I was born. You know, something like that. You're like, what the yeah, fuck are like you that. talking about? The hell are you talking about? Or you're just walking. You know, you're on vacation with your kids, and you're like, oh, I was buried in that graveyard. And you look over and there's a graveyard. And like, what are you talking about? This is the first time we've been here. No, like before I met you and mom. That's where I died. Like, okay, cool kid. Get in the fucking car. We're out of here. Just, I just, 
was waiting for freaky shit like that from watching these shows. But, you know, thank God none of it ever happened because I don't know how I'd be able to handle my kids remembering a past life if if that's a thing. I I can't help them through that. I I can't help them at all through that shit. I have heard some pretty cool stories about kids and their past lives. Can't recall off the top of my head, though. Maybe we should do an episode about it. We should. And I, yeah, I remember that's I was really watching interesting. with past lives. There was one of those ghost shows that I watched. I think it was actually William Shatner had a show called weird or what? So a lot of it was oh, about yeah. ghosts or time travel or teleportation. And one of the ones was this, this guy, I don't know if I've told the story to you before I've told it. I think I've told it on the show before, but there was a guy driving to some sort of business meeting he was having, but it was in like the next town. Maybe he was a salesman. So he's driving, I think one state over on a road he's never been on because the GPS took him a faster way, but he wanted to take the scenic way. So he took like all these side roads and he said something was drawing him to this, this road, this path, this journey. And then he saw an old, a sign for an old war museum, like a memorial. So he's like, well, I got a couple hours to kill. I'm going to go do a little tour. So he drives down the road. He gets to the memorial. He pays his fee. He's going through the, the building, looking at the history of the area and, it was like a it was a fight between the the north and the south of the United States, and then he gets to the very end, and they were showing a picture of the the leader, the general, I think, in that particular battle, and there's a a picture of him. He's looking at it, and he said it's like he was looking in a mirror. The guy had the same goatee oh, I had, no. the same facial structure, the same like hairstyle, like the same length. And I'm just staring at him like, what the hell? So he got back in his car and he started to ponder like, what the hell is going on? Like, I, I would never. Is that me? Yeah. Was that me? So, yeah. And he's like, I, I have no idea why I wanted to go on this road. I just figured I'd never been on it before. And I really want to go on this road. But if he hadn't gone on the road, he never would have noticed. Wild. But he, he kept doing visits to to there and he was walking around the grounds and he said he he just feel he could feel pain, yeah. anguish horror sadness as he's walking around there and he 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 brought his family there and he was like all emotional and crying and getting goosebumps and stuff and he just couldn't stop going to visit where apparently he died Hmm. like hundreds of years ago weird right wow that's so cool very cool love to remember a past life right unless it somehow infringes on my day-to-day routine and is bad but yeah i would like to (laughs) have that memory Or even just journal it, like write it down. Maybe then I'd see why I was punished so hard in this life. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, maybe maybe you weren't the best person back then. I'm sure I was a terrible person in my past life. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, everything works out for Clay, so I'm pretty sure my past life. Mm -hmm. You did okay. You you um you cleared up some of your karmic debt. Yeah, in your you think past so? life, I bet. I think I'm just starting to clear mine up in this life. Yeah. Did you ever did you ever watch My Name is Earl? Yes, I love that show. I, I never watched it. Let me let me try and give you the gist of what I think it's about after never watching an episode. Oh, sweet. Uh yeah. a dude was a dickhead his whole life. He came into some money. He decided to right the wrongs of all the people whose feelings he hurt his entire life. So he just spends his money trying to make other people's lives better that he made worse back in the day. Sounds about right. Uh, He had a near death experience. Okay. And that's what, that's what did it. And well, like 
Do you want me to tell you what actually? Yeah, happened? yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, I love this show. <laughs> so he wins the lottery, yeah. and he goes running out into the middle of the street because that's what you do, I guess. And he yeah. gets hit by a car and watches his ticket float away. Oh shit! So then he wakes up in the hospital with no money. Yeah, and he's watching um like MTV or whatever, and Carson Daly's on, and Carson Daly's talking about karma. Yeah. And Earl believes he got hit by a car and lost his money because of karma. Like karma's getting him back for all this bad shit that he's done. So then he starts thinking about ways that he can clear his karma. Oh, well, I, I like it. Mm, it's an awesome show, but it has no ending. It, it has a very frustrating ending because it got canceled. Ouch. And it I was do like, like at a cliffhanger. Why would they do it's that? It's a great show. And Jamie Presley's oh, in it. She is amazing. Don't get she's me started. She's amazing as Joy. She's, she's fantastic. Love her. I'm surprised you haven't watched it. Yeah. It is so funny. Like the characters, each character is just great. Really well written. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Uh, Jason Lee was just at Edmonton Comic Con when I was recently there. Like for he was there for my name is Earl or he no, was because just there. there there's was a he promoting anything. That's what he, I mean. Like is he no, promoting he can't. anything? He can't because there's a writer strike and an actor strike, so oh, they're not yeah. allowed to promote anything. It it was really That's stupid. Right. Like they're they're doing the Comic Con, so obviously this is how they're making money right now since they're not making TV and movies. So yeah. big big people are like doing Comic Cons now, but the thing is they can't talk about the movies and projects they were in. So usually there, there's a panel and there's a moderator and you got people talking and they're talking about the time they worked with this person here and they made this movie here and this is a funny story with this. They couldn't talk about that at all. Mm -hmm. So they just sat up there and the moderator's like, oh, well, so nobody's going to ask you any questions today from the audience because they're going to ask you questions about stuff you can't talk about. So I've put together a list here of what, oh. what we're going to talk about. And I'm thinking like, oh my God, how terrible is this going to be? So it was about an hour of my day. And it was questions like, so uh, when you're up in Canada, do you do you eat a lot of craft dinner? And they're like, what? Or would you rather get chased by a, a Canadian goose or a Canadian moose? And I was like, I just don't want to be here right now. Like, wow. can you stop asking questions that are so beyond stupid? They can't talk about themselves. They can. Even? They can talk about themselves, but they can't talk about we're there because of the movies they make. We want like, to hear about it. Yeah, of that's right. They can't talk about shit they're working on. They can't talk about their job or stuff they did work on, like even movies from their past. They could say, in oh, past. we made a movie oh. together in 1993. You all know about it. Uh, yeah, it was a good time. Like that was mm -hmm. it. They couldn't talk. Even the movie. Yeah. Movie came out like 1997 and they weren't allowed to talk about it. Yeah. They can't even say the name of it. They can't say the name and they can't say the name of the director or the writers. So is this kind for of... like songwriters too? Uh, no, just, just it's the actors, actors guild. Yeah. And TV. Right. And I just honestly, it's not something that I've kept up with. Yeah. Really. Um, there is, there's strikes going on all over. There's a city strike right now in PA. Like, hmm. Yeah, it was kind of shitty, but I, I really wish they had talked about My Name is Earl because it had the other guy, his other friend on it, uh, Ethan Supley, the guy that was in it mm -hmm. with him. He was in it yeah, as well. Yeah, his brother. Is that his brother? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, they were they were both there on stage because they were in Mallrats together. That's why they, they had them and Joey oh. Lauren Adams. So there was three of them from oh, Mallrats and Chasing yeah. Amy. 
together. Uh-huh. And that's the, okay. the trio that they were brought together for for the panel, but they couldn't talk about it. Yeah. Kind of frustrating. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. I mean, was there a big audience? Probably yeah. just yeah. to still see them. Well, they they were like the big names, I guess, for the weekend. Uh Marina Baccarin was there, Deadpool's girlfriend from the movie. Deadpool. Oh, okay. So she was yeah. there. She was a pretty big draw. She did a panel. I didn't go to it because after this one, I was like, there's nothing. I don't care about what kind of wine you drink mm-hmm. or what kind of spaghetti you eat. <laughs> it, yeah. What kind of public transit you took when you were 13 years old living in New York? I don't I don't really need to know that detail. A moose or a life. goose? Yeah. Now, if they were talking about cursed objects, perhaps I would have been a little right. bit more intrigued by it. Like yeah. oak chairs or wicker chairs or crying boys in paintings or dolls with guns pointed at a child. Yeah. Weird. It wasn't actually a gun, though. It was the battery and the wires stick out. So it yeah. kind of looks like a gun. Yeah. Uh, you know. But yeah, I was looking at the picture, yeah. but then you said somebody said that it it represents a gun. Somebody thought like, oh, the, the doll has a gun pointed at the child. Yeah. Like, sure. Why yeah, not? That was a big big selling point of the picture was this gun so how long before you think that that is it busby busby chair busby yeah how long before you think that somehow comes unattached from the ceiling and lands on somebody well it's like it's really weird because it's in kind of a packed museum like if you pull up a picture of it yeah um it's like in a corner and there's jamie jamie can you bring that up sorry there we go there we go yeah busby chair it's like in a corner and like there's stuff around it hey so you can't really get to it hmm oh it's not even that nice of a chair no it's just an old oak chair yeah Oh, that that would. Did you think I, it would look like a throne or something? I, I thought it would be like <laughs> it's his favorite. You go to a pub; they all look like that. That's not a special fucking chair. Yeah. I, I, I was yeah. expecting he goes to this pub all the time, and he sits in front of a roaring fireplace and this big, comfy throne type chair with a big table in front of mm-hmm. him. And they, but it, it's just a a shitty chair from a shitty table. Looks just like a normal kitchen chair. It looks like a chair that with no arms. Does it have arms? It does have arms. It looks like a chair that your your grandpa yeah. would have made. 60 yeah, years ago. yeah, exactly. Well, it's from the 1700s, so. Well, I guess it's, it's lasted old. a long time, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> I wonder if it absorbed the souls of the people that it kept. One can only hope. <laughs> can you imagine being trapped in a museum that's- with a bunch of fucking assholes? Just your soul, oh yeah. Or or, Stuck or to a chair. Or Busby won't let those souls go. He's just fucking hoarding that shit because he's an asshole. He sounded like an asshole. I wonder what happened to his body after. Like they they took him down. Yeah, well, they'd probably just bury someone like that, right? Well, hopefully he got a burial. What's his name? Charles Busby. Thomas. Thomas. Thomas Busby resting place. Oh, no, 1842, 1787? It was like, well, the stories that I was reading, it was 1702-ish. Yeah. I don't know. Well, then maybe there could have been some time between, you know, him being convicted and actually hanged. But 
It was like early 1700s. Hmm. It was probably buried somewhere. Did he even exist? I sure hope so. If enough people are getting killed by the chair, you'd like to hope to God that it's it's a real person and not just somebody's making shit up and then all of a sudden the chair becomes yeah, possessed. No kidding. But nobody's benefiting from the chair. Like nobody was making money off the chair. Like these no. paintings and whatever, people were making money off these yeah. paintings. So of course they're gonna push that narrative, keep that going. And the crying boy, you weren't making any money. In fact, you were losing part of your house every time you bought one of those paintings. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, they need to make wallpaper out of it. Yeah, genius idea. I love how you think out of the box sometimes. All the time. (laughs) That's all I think like. I think there's something wrong with me. (laughs) You're always out of the box. Always. Does this wrap up our spooky, Mm -hmm. cursed, possessed items? Portion of Spooktober? Haunted Halloween? (laughs) Spooktober! Oh, sorry. I didn't seem very excited. Spooktober! Spooktober! You gotta say it's spooky, like you no. Know, how do you talk spooky? Spooktober. Spooktober. <laughs> you know what? Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna label the title this one Spooktober just for the irony of how much I don't want to call it. it Spooktober. I fucking love it. That's the best <laughs> word. I'm saying that so much. Spooktober yeah. <laughs> works for me. Well, thanks for doing all the research and bringing that up. I've learned stories i don't know if i learned anything but i did gain knowledge well you learned that you should wallpaper your house with the crying boy painting that's right although people are going to wonder where where the fuck do you buy wallpaper does it exist still is that a thing it's not a thing is it i think so who has wallpaper nobody let us know yeah And also, I've peeled off a lot of wallpaper (laughs) from like old places like you like peel off paint and yep. wallpaper and paint and then wallpaper. <laughs> uh, I was editing a show and you were getting angry at how many questions I was asking so quickly. And then you it's a lot. It was very yeah. overwhelming. Oh yeah. And then my like... brain answered every <laughs> single one. And then I'm like, I can't even say any of them because I... I can't think. And you're like, it's called answers for everything, but I think you named it wrong because you're just asking questions. It's questions for everything. So I'm yeah, thinking it should be called questions for everything. I think we should do a, a one month special of where it's nothing but questions that I ask you and then you have to answer, and then questions you ask me and then I have to answer. It's just questions. That's that's like, what everything is. Is can questions. we make up the answers? Are the ans- can we make up the answers? Even or do if, I have to know the answers to your questions? Even if you did make them up, or even if you did know the right answer, will the audience know either way? Will they? Oh, of course. You know, there's always those ones that go and Google everything, like fact check. Like right now, they're looking up the Thomas Busby and they're looking up Crime Boy. Yeah, to see if he's real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so did did you make it up? Should we let that be a mystery? No. Let the audience figure it out? No, the stories are out there. They're out there. But are the stories true or not? I don't know. But really, how do you how do you prove a cursed object unless you actually see it doing something with your own eyes? <laughs> and, and that's why you want to have a partner with you so two of you can corroborate that something happened. Yes. But stay tuned for upcoming episodes because I have some good stuff coming up. Yeah, it's spooky for Spooktober. Yay. Spooktober, all October. 
haunted, yep. haunted, spooky, creepy episodes. Because I'm in the mood. And I'll let you know how my doormat quest goes. Now's the time to find one. Yep. Lots of Halloween stuff out. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to do it. And I know and if all I the left... good stuff is still kind of out because yeah. like a lot of people quite buying yet. Yeah. You got to visit the Halloween store at least two months before Halloween. Yeah, for sure. Which is really weird to think. Yeah, that... I think Party City is Halloween town right now. They have a Halloween. Oh, yeah. I, I went to a Halloween store about a month ago with my kid, like right at the end of August. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, really? Really? Holy, it's like Christmas. I mean, but if you go to Walmart, they, they've already bypassed Halloween. Like their Christmas stuff is Are out. they in Christmas? Oh, yeah. Are they? Or Thanksgiving. It's just that they're, they're so far ahead. I remember oh, last year, I think you and I might have talked about it. But the the candy, I was like, shit, I'm going to be home for an hour. I need to have candy because I, I didn't go to work early last year. I went to work a little bit later. And there was no candy. Like there's no candy at any grocery store. Yeah. Any, oh, yeah, we hardware. did talk about that. Yeah. yeah. Couldn't find it anywhere. The day of Halloween, no Halloween candy. And then I asked somebody who worked at Walmart, like, why the fuck was there no Halloween candy? And they said, Walmart is tired of discounting at 50% the day after Halloween. So they just ordered way less so they didn't have to throw away money. So I guess a lot of stores were thinking uh-huh. that way. Like most people buy the cheap yeah, shit. Put the it next out day. early. So yeah. Yeah. People will wait. Yeah. Smart business plan. Smart. Ter- terrible for me. Right. The consumer always suffers. Yep. Shall we say peace out? Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for spending some of your time with this guy. And I look forward Sorry, to... being like creepy. Yeah. Nobody can see what you're doing, but I'm watching you. <laughs> if people could see, she was... I, it's like you were... I thought you would acknowledge it at <laughs> least. I was waiting to see <laughs> like, how long... You... Like at least a what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I was trying to see what how long you you'd go for. Like how, how long is she going to be waving her arms in the air like a... What like eyes wide open like you're what is it a ghost or what were you doing I didn't like I don't know like I, I don't know what it was I don't know what I look like but you look like that maybe <laughs> right I was there. being the scream mask maybe but yeah uh, if somebody could see it that would be awesome but they they don't get to see our our beautiful faces maybe one day no that's too bad maybe maybe we'll do a reel with us chit chatting about stupid shit and you can actually see our studio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my studio is so beautiful. Mine too. I just need to go back in time to get that person back here so she can clean it. And on that note, I'm gonna I'm gonna say <laughs> good night and peace out. I know it Spooktober. 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 Anything? Oh, you Were you can, whispering? I, I was trying to eat the microphone. I can't hear you whisper. Over. There. Nope. Okay. I got it. I, I had put it. a little rumble. There was in nothing. It's really weird. Yeah. I was trying to like whisper yeah. it. Like, thanks for the chit chat. <laughs> I'm gonna let you get yeah. back to building dicks. Oh, I can't right now. My wrist is fucked. Ugh. Well, train the daughter yeah. to do it. Tell her she has no choice. I know. She trying to train her to do lots of stuff. Yeah. You won't have to pay her. Do it for the, <laughs> yeah. for the love of family. Yeah. For to earn your keep 
as my father says. Earn your cape. Oh, father, huh? Nice. Thanks for bringing that up. You want him? No, I don't want one. I'm good. <laughs> oh, Brielle, should we do your homework? I'm pretty tired now, though. Okay. Have fun. I'll be the one doing it. Well, absolutely. That's how it works. <laughs> okay. We'll talk again soon. Yeah. It's going to end in like 30 seconds anyway. So. Okay. Okay. I love you. Have a yeah. good week. You too. Bye. All right, we have uh, two minutes left. Let's do a after credit thing. Okay, shall I get my dick out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just look <laughs> out. I just want, I just want to look at it again, man. I miss it. No, uh, so that that what the Fanta that I was telling you about that the guy sent a picture of. It, yeah, I thought it was a glow in the dark bottle because it's got that neon that that green deep, opaquey green. It looks like it would glow in the dark, but it doesn't. But and I thought the bottle was black, but it wasn't. The bottle was clear. Why well, I, I opened uh-huh. it and the the liquid inside is is like so dark purple it's black and wow. I, I know what happens when you eat or drink that which it did happen to me i drank a can makes of it poop, makes your poop solid black or oh like all like so dark forest green that it's almost black so the liquid i'm drinking is so purple it's black but then when my shit comes out it's so green it's black and I wow fucking, i love it i think it's hilarious and uh, i gave some to my kids and now their mom says i'm not allowed to give them anymore because they don't she doesn't want their shit to be black and <laughs> We had a we had a yeah. Slurpee that was like a I don't know blood orange flavor, but it was black. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, this oh no, it was dark cherry. Sorry, pitch black cherry is what it was. Yeah, and yeah, your shit turned <laughs> that dark green purple shit. Fucking gross. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah, I felt yeah, like I, I, was, had, I Yeah, that's that's funny. Oh, I felt like I was living in the states for a while. Really unhealthy. Yeah, shit I was eating and drinking. <laughs> oh well, they keep giving us unhealthy shit down here. Let me tell you. Yeah. All right, man. I know we got less than a minute, so uh, it's been good chatting, man. Good talking to you. Yeah. Everything seems to be good. It was nice chatting with you. We'll have to do this again soon and give some more entertaining podcasts for people to enjoy. Sounds good, man. You yeah. take care of yourself. You too. So, I'll catch you later. I'm going to go have a What the Fanta. Planning okay. for tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Morning surprise. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. All right, man. Peace. Peace out.